Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Five, Hey guys, it's Wayne Johnson with Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 23. I got Sarah on the line here. We're not in the same location this week. I'm in Knoxville, America, and she's home in Tuttle. So, uh, got you there, babe? I'm here. Well, we got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, we got a little bit of, uh, racing there at Cedar Lake. We got a little Shane Stewart action. Uh, got some crashing cars and, uh, got all kinds of stuff to talk about, but, uh, Cedar Lake's uh, always a good place to go. I hadn't been there in quite a few years, and and uh, man, they had some they had some excitement there with the late models and the sprint cars. And I don't know what the guy's name was that was the daredevil, but uh, you know he jumped uh, I don't know twenty foot across on a Harley Davidson or something. So, <laughs> they really, really put sure. a lot of work into promoting that. It was a little anticlimactic, but hopefully everyone else enjoyed it. Yeah, I was going to say they had a lot of fireworks, a lot of pyro and flames and all kinds of stuff like they do at uh, the World Finals. So that was kind of cool. Uh, that was an outlaw event. The outlaws actually, World Race Group actually put that race on. Pretty cool to get back to, to Cedar Lake. But you'd never been there, I don't believe, had you? Nope. Had never been to Wisconsin ever. So that was the first for oh. me. Well, look at you go. But uh, <laughs> like I say, we had Shane Stewart in a, in a second car. Uh, we talked about last week Shane helping me at Jackson, and he had some stuff fall through with uh, Guy Forbrook uh, for this weekend. So we decided to fill the, a second car. Todd and Kelly uh, were really, you know, excited about having him in the car and just to see where have a different outlook on where our team stood and if we were actually gaining or not. And uh, like I say, we uh, we'll talk to Shane about that in a little while. You uh, you have some results, don't you, Dave? I sure do. Um, we'll start with Thursday. This was different kind of show in that they did the qualifying on Thursday for both Friday and Saturday, and then they did a little fun race, I guess I'd call it. So on Thursday, you qualified for the Friday night event in 25th. You qualified for the Saturday night event in 15th, and then they had last chance showdown, and you finished 6th, and I think they only took... Two or four? Four. Yeah, they took four. Four, because so. it was it was a like what they call that race? Uh, like a knockout one? race. They were taking like a knock. Yeah, something 20, of that nature. Twenty cars, and every five laps they were knocking four out till they got down to the last eight. So, and then it was a light, and it was an eight lap dash, you know, into the finish there with the last eight cars or whatever it was. So. It was different, something different. Uh, you know, we go to Charlotte every year and do that same qualifying format, but we never get to do anything to make any money on that day. So it's always an expensive day just to run qualifying and then sit idle till the next two days, you know. So that was kind of cool to be able to have a race to make some money. And unfortunately, we didn't make it, so we didn't make any extra money. But it was all right. You know, like I said, you, we, we talked about qualifying 25th in the, on the Friday portion. And, uh, you know, not a great effort on my part. Shane like we talked about was in the backup car and he he was in the third qualifying group so i wanted to watch him and watch the track before him to kind of give him some ideas what was happening and uh, i just lost focus on what i had going on and i realized that right away afterwards and and uh, went back and focused on what i did for the second group and uh, ended up qualifying 15th so a little better effort the second time but uh, still want to be better than that for sure okay and then friday you ran eighth in the heat i don't have your start positions for these but you ran Eighth in the heat, second in the last chance, and then sixteenth in the A. Well, in the in the heat race, I started ninth, 
pass one car in the first heat race it was kind of heavy i shouldn't say heavy just a lot of grip on the racetrack and hard to pass pass one car and just kind of raced around there in eight and like i say that uh that's kind of kind of the story on that race and then uh the last the last chance showdown i ended up starting i believe i started third and run second uh mason daniel won and i run second it actually felt like i was really catching him but i knew they took six cars out of the last chance showdown so running second i knew i was in a pretty good spot to make, to make this show. So I actually moved around a little bit and was trying to learn my car a little better and, and learn some stuff there. And, and I actually did because come feature time, started 20th. Uh, I mean, I only passed four cars and got to 16th, but it was a really good 16th because I was able to move around, run the bottom, run the top, pass cars on the top and on the bottom and uh, make moves, like say, uh, able to attack the racetrack. Went 35 straight laps something I haven't done all year long. Uh, felt pretty good about it and didn't get lapped. You know, I talked to Brad Sweet there after, or actually I talked to him Saturday afternoon and, and asked him if I was holding him up. And he said, no, that I was actually kicking off some pretty good laps there. And, you know, that I didn't hold him up at all there when he was right because he was behind me like the last five laps of that feature. So felt really good about that. Felt like moving into Saturday was going to be a good night. Uh, what kind of stats you got from there? Well, Saturday was just a heat and an A feature, so you ran six in the heat. I think you may have started six. Am I right or wrong there? Maybe fifth. Uh, I, I, uh, I believe, no, I believe, I, no, I started fifth, actually. I started fifth. Yes. Okay. And then finish, which wasn't a finish, the, your stat for the A feature was 21st. Well, I finished sixth in the heat race. Shane actually passed me in our team car in that heat race. He run fifth and I run sixth. Really just kind of run around there wide open around the top. Pretty uneventful heat race. But the feature, like I said, we started, what did we start, 15th, I believe? No, I'm sorry. We started 18th. Started 18th. <laughs> In the feature, started 18th in the feature, and and uh, felt like we were okay going there. You know, passed a couple cars early, got to I think 16th, and and then like I said, me and Shane was was having a well of a race for position, you know, and team cars. And I I tell you what, now that's the worst thing ever is trying to race with a team car, and all I can think about is crashing each other, and then Todd, Todd and Kelly wanting to kill us both. Yeah, that's uh, like double the risk right there. And when you guys are together, you don't have to worry about just wrecking yourself. That's like a, a two for one if you. Yeah, there was one. There was a point where, on a restart, I was behind him going into one. I wanted to dive up under him there and and and, and charge a little harder, but just didn't want to take that chance. And it kind of screwed me up in a lot of couple of spots there. Felt like we were decent. You know, we got rolling there, and I felt like I got by him at one point. And I think it was him and Jason Sides in one corner, and and was ripping the lip pretty good, and and felt like our car was decent. Maybe not, you know, a winning car for no by no means, but felt like we were actually making some ground and and then Shane had a flat there with 10 to go he actually blew a tire out and then went to the work area or whatever and and then I think Hart may may have went to the work area at the same time so it was a really really long yellow and on the yellow my right rear got really soft and and on the restart it was down the air pressure was down and I ran into one against the curb lost the nose behind the uh, bay log drove it into the fence my own fault just trying hard and the thing about with outlaw racing you got to go 110 percent every lap and i just had a little mistake there and and goofed up and and uh, tore up a race car and which was good on shane, for shane because they had another red with me of course i think shots had a flat and then there were some issues but shane i didn't get to watch because like i said we were headed back to the pits but shane must have got a really good restart because i think he restarted 16th or something and ended up 11th so good run on that path for the two c teams. Probably that is definitely the best finish for our team this year. So 
we'll definitely take that and build on it. Like I said, lots of learning went on this weekend. And looking forward to going to Burlington, where I've won a 410 race before. Uh, Wilmot, where I've won a 410 race before. And then headed to Terre Haute, where I've, I've won a 360 race. So had some success at all these places we're you know getting ready to go to so hope the weather holds out and we get to go yeah i think that's going to be a good weekend to go into and this weekend it seemed like you got lots of good track time always learning and moving forward and it wasn't ever really like pulling off the track going i don't know what to do which previous to this weekend we had quite a few of those so um, it was nice to see having a teammate to kind of run things off of and you know just either validate or help you confirm what you kind of knew as far as motors and cars and so i think that was a good weekend all around for the team despite the extra work you've been having to put in this week yeah for sure we know being torn up we've had a lot of stuff going on and, and we're getting ready to have a four a four race week so wanted to make sure we were prepared so that's why we stayed in Knoxville, just rocking and rolling and busting our butts the last couple of days with that being said babe we probably ought to take a commercial break and uh, let's see if we can get shane on Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top-quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. All right, I got Shane on the line. Shane, I got you. Yes, sir. You got me. Hey, uh, what we got going on over there in Indyway? Uh, are you over at the Indy Race Parks working on that thing? I was. I have been the uh, last couple of days. Um, so uh, Chad and I, we started a little uh, small business doing porta potties, and and uh, so I try to dedicate Mondays to that. Um, and it's kind of convenient because the place I actually have to, to dump all the waste is literally right around the corner from any race part. So I'm able to uh, to uh, go service all the, the potties that I can Monday morning, and then uh, then I start working at Bernie's late afternoon. But been there for the last couple of days um, trying to put together a car that I crashed at, at Knoxville the last time we raced. And and um, but yeah, it's it's all going. It's, it's all coming together. Well, you know, you're, I, we talked about this, this over the weekend about the porta potty business. Uh, you know, looking for uh, you know after racing what you're going to do. I still don't know. So, <laughs> you know, at least you got at least you got some kind of a plan. Well, you know that that's just kind of how we looked at it. You know, Chad and I we talked about doing something together, and we, we didn't really know what to do. We talked about storage buildings, and we wanted to try to do something. You know, that can try. You know, that can make you a little bit of money while you're sleeping. And uh, normally that's that's rentals, you know, of, of some sort, houses or storage buildings, or and uh, we we got to contemplating about doing the porta potty thing. And it's a relatively cheap company or cheap business to get into to get started. And and uh, you know we we think it's a uh, you know two or three year process to to get up and going and before it actually starts making some decent money. And you know obviously it's it's tough because we both race on the weekends and we're trying to juggle each other's time and, and, um, you know, even through the week, you know, when we, when we have people that call to, to rent them out, but, uh, it's, it's going, you know, obviously the COVID thing kind of put a big dent in, into our plan and it was pretty quiet there for a while, but now that the racetracks are starting to open up, 
you know, our ties with uh, people that, that run racetracks, um, you know, our, our phones start to ring a little bit. So we'll see how it all goes. It's, it's like anything, right? You got to work hard at it and, and, um, hopefully, hopefully it, well, it's it keeps all, going. It's always a process. You know, that Rome wasn't built in a day. And that's what I keep saying with my race team. With, uh, that being said, you know, at, uh, when we were at Jackson or whatever, you know, you were driving for Brooks course and broke a motor and then you, you kind of come down and hung out with us a little bit and kind of throwed a few things or a few ideals my way. And, and, uh, you know, it really paid off for me. It made me feel a lot better in the car. And then that's how our conversation got started about, you know, coming, maybe doing something with us. If you got a, if you got a weekend off and nothing was going on and we were glad to have you come, uh, to, uh, uh, Cedar Lake there and run our car and, and, you know, gave us a lot of insight on what we needed to change and, and, uh, you know, fix a few things and kind of helped us point, point ourselves in the right direction. We were kind of headed that away, but you just kind of re, you know, reassured a few things that we were doing wrong. Yeah. Well, you know, like you said, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and, and, you know, I feel like any race team can, can look at the shark team for, for, uh, you know, a great example of that, right? Like, you know, they're on year uh, four, I think, now uh, on the road. And, you know, where their program started and where it is today, you know, that's just all work, right? It's just a working pro- progress. And, um, you know, you're in a unique situation because you got a car owner that kind of understands that. And, and, and you know, having Todd and you, uh, you know, trying to trying to build this team together, it's, it's pretty cool. But obviously I'm just a – I was just a small part of it, but, you know uh, – to have the opportunity to come and 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 race with you guys, I think we picked the hottest hottest weekend of the whole year to to do it. I think we all lost about ten to fifteen pounds between working and, and racing. But um, you know, I enjoyed it, and I you know I, you're right. I feel like you were headed down the right path of trying to figure out your motor program, and and you know sometimes when you put a guy another person in your car and you can actually sit in the stands and watch it go around and you're like wow man like i think you're you know tied or loose in this situation and and then i can do the same with you and um you know it's just you know it's a it's a work in progress but definitely as a driver you can time. as a as a driver you can see that you know what i mean and that's what i we we actually you know discussed a bunch of stuff back and forth i felt like your car was this way and then when I could see it in your car, I could feel it in mine, which was really, you know, I could see what your car was doing. I was thinking, that's my, mine's doing the same thing. And, and that's what we talked about, you know, that they don't turn very well. They don't cut in the middle. So, uh, it never really wants to make a really nice corner. So that's what we're really mm-hmm. working on. And, and I think we got better as the weekend went up there, you know, and that's yeah. kind of the way that I've been everywhere we went. You know, normally we don't unload very good and then we just keep building and we get better, but then it's too late, you know, and that's, that's kind of we kind of throwed you to, to the wolves a little bit there on qualifying night because we gave you the motor that I'd been struggling with, but you, you know, me and you and Bernie had a conversation and and neither one of you thought it was the motor. So uh, we, me and you talked about that beforehand, and I said, hey, you care? You want to run? They, oh, I don't think they're, you know, but you realized what I was dealing with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there, there's, there was definitely some issue there, and you know. You know, with the World of Outlaws format, you know, you literally have two two laps uh, to make or break your night, right? And and those two laps are so important, and and everything has to be clicking. Your motors have to run, but they can't spin the tires. Your cars have to turn, and the driver has to have confidence in all that to 
to put down a, a good two or sometimes it's just one lap. Um, and, you know, the cars that are, are doing well out there on the road consistently, it doesn't really matter when they go out to qualify. They can normally put together a, a good package. And and that's obviously something that, that you're trying to work towards and feel like you're you're headed down the right path. But, you know, you're, the engine side of your team was, uh, you know, I, I don't even know what to call it, but other than a mess, right? And And it's... <laughs> You know, you you hear you talk and you're like, oh yeah, it can't be that bad. But actually, when you physically go through the the regimen of it and and have to like what I experienced while I'm on our qualifying night, I'm like, yeah, I, I get it. I, I can see where you know where you guys have been struggling a little bit. And, well, you're right. You I felt like our cars both got better as the, the week uh, went on for sure. Yeah, you told me though you're one. There was a couple of things you said to me that stuck in my mind. It gives me boost, you know, it boosts my confidence because you said, you know, that uh, no wonder you wanted to quit. <laughs> that was what you told me. And then you said, you know, if you if you would drive Bernie's car because Bernie's car drives really well, you said if you drove Bernie's car, you'd run up front, you know, just like I do. So big confidence boost for me because I've just been wheeling the crap out of this thing and working on it and trying to get it better. And, you know, I want to thank you for coming along and helping me because, you know what, at this level, it's hard to get help from other drivers and other teams because, you know what, that's how they feed their families and you take money out of their pocket and, you know, vice versa and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, like racing back home or, you know, uh, as we grew up, you know, everybody kind of helped everybody because everybody wanted to get up to speed. But this deal, people don't help each other much. No, they don't. And and, and, that, and that's the main reason why, like you said, I mean, it's, Dude, listen, anybody that hasn't experienced the Outlaw Tour, they, they don't, they just don't quite understand it. I mean, it, it's feast or famine, and it's like that every lap. It's not in every race, but it's every lap. You know, I mean, it's just, you have to be on your game as soon as your car unloads, and, you know, everybody's off a little bit, but the guys that are consistently good, you know, they've just, they've worked on their program and worked and worked and worked and, you know, I still say, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna commit a team to do that law tour, it's it's a good six to seven year process to actually go out there and and get in a situation where you can compete for a, a, a championship. And you know, it takes a lot of time and and it takes a lot of work from your guys and a lot of dedication from you and your car owner. And um, you know, it's just it's tough. And and that's one reason why you don't get much help out there is because we are. You know, everyone's trying to trying to feed their families, and and uh, you know, if they stumble across something that works for a team, they're darn sure not going to share it with anybody. So, so it's up that, to you to, right. to try to figure it out. And that's where I see that you know the uh, Bobby Allen team with Shoe Hart and Jacob. You know, they're probably ones that have put in most of the work the last few years to come from where they came from to where they are today. Uh, they're they're you know they have been busting their asses, and they have. It proves it shows every every night on the track. There's a couple; those cars are two of the. Uh, I mean, I, I would honestly say when I watch those cars drive better than any of them. Oh, dude! I mean, by far, by far. Even Brad, even Brad's winning all these races, but his car sometimes don't look that great to me. But Brad's just wheeling the shit out of it. Yeah, no, there, there's no doubt about that. There, I, I feel like the Shark Team definitely has the you know the most comfortable looking car uh day in and day out you know and, and i feel like brad's brad's uh progress to to where he's at now is same as shark i mean 
budget-wise, no, but, you know, learning and figuring out your cars. You know, Brad was in a championship team, you know, three or four years ago, uh, and, and he's, and, you know, he wasn't as fast then as he is now. And, and, you know, that's just them studying and, and working and, and trying to figure out their cars. And, um, you know, I feel like you guys are, are on the right path. So I wish well, you it's just hard work, you know, and, you know, you, you, you experienced it this weekend. My guys work hard and I got to thank your father-in-law Dave from coming along too, because without him, man, we would have been in trouble. <laughs> we, man, it was, like you said, it was hot. Everybody was sweating and, and there was just a lot going on with two cars. Uh, you know, looking back on it after we've discussed a little bit here in the last couple of days about the situation, they said, that was a good deal, but maybe we should do it on a one race. <laughs> not, we're, not we're going to do three in a row. Yeah, there's no doubt. I haven't even heard from Dave in a couple of days, so I need to actually check on him to make sure he's still alive. He um, he, 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 may, he may be still sleeping. <laughs> it, it was hot. It was really hot, you know, and, and obviously working out there in the pit area with no shade and, you know, your 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 guys are working at 8 o'clock and, and they don't stop working until midnight. And you do that three days in a row in the sun, it gets gets your attention, but. I feel like yep. we all had a good time, and and you do have a great team, and your guys work hard for you, and that's that's part of the the, the that's one of the hardest pro- deals is is finding good people, you know that that uh, all like you know that have a good attitude, and and um, you know no matter what, and I kind of feel like you you have that, so that, that's that's half the battle. Well, now we just got to put it all together, and I know that you know those guys. You know, they're we're all learning together, right? And once it all comes together, and I feel like, you know, I don't know that we'll ever be an outlaw caliber champion team, but <clears throat> at least if we can just go out and be competitive every night that we unload, then, then that's really what we're shooting for right now because – and we're getting there. We're definitely getting closer every week to being competitive, but, you know, consistency is what we're looking for. Yep. Yep, that's what it's all about. I feel like your progress from day one at Jackson to the last day at Jackson was night and day. Um, yeah, yeah. And I then even when I watched that. you, yeah, even when I watched you race uh, in front of me um, before I pulled off on on Friday at at um, at Cedar Lake, I felt like you were, you know, your confidence was better than it has been so you know that's that's no it it definitely has it definitely has changed just because a few changes that you helped me with it's made the car more comfortable and now i feel like i'm attacking the race car i'm attacking i'm attacking i'm attacking the track i'm attacking the guy in front of me you know i'm doing all that where before i was just along for the ride i felt like and and like i gotta thank you a bunch for that because like say not a lot of guys are you know they they don't tell you a lot of stuff and you know Mm -hmm. I got a lot of friends in that pit area just like you do, and I don't think anyone lies to you ever if you ask them a question. They just don't tell you the whole truth. You know what I mean? Right, right. No, that's there's a lot to, lot to that for sure. Well, hey, uh, I don't want to cut you short here, but I uh, appreciate you going and doing that, and and thanks for being on the show. I know I know you didn't know that I was doing a podcast anymore, but you got to go check it out. It's, it's kind of cool, something that, something that Sarah's helped me with as far as, just trying to do a little bit at marketing you know so Mm -hmm. but hey thanks thanks for being on and and uh thanks again for all the help and and hopefully we'll see you this weekend my pleasure buddy thanks good to catch up with shane there you know he uh starting that porta pot business there and 
that's going to be, you know, hopefully a good thing in the in the future for him. Maybe that business will really flourish and make him some good money. They've I've always heard that, you know, if you work in the poop business, it smells like money. But uh, like I say, good to talk to him and, and and great have him as a teammate for the weekend. And can't thank those guys enough. So what uh, what you got going on this week? Any good stuff? Any uh, questions of the week or what do you got? Happen? Oh, I do have a question of the week for you, Chad Mercer, and he has sent us quite a few questions, and I owe him some responses for questions, but I picked apart one of the emails he sent and found a good question for you, and he asked, what is your favorite kind of track? And he is referring to, do you like a more flat track, a high bank track, what length, dry, slick, dry slick? So what's your favorite track? Well, my favorite track, you know, growing up in Oklahoma City, we always had the big half-mile flat fairgrounds type track, covered grandstand. You know, that's kind of my deal. Uh, Knoxville, you know, same type deal. Terre Haute, Williams Grove, you know, the bigger racetracks have always kind of been my forte, I would say, just because I grew up racing those. But definitely always would rather have a slick racetrack. You know, something with a couple of lanes because you got to be able to pass. That would definitely be my answer, Chad. I hope that helps. Kind of, kind of short and sweet answer, but really that's all I got. Okay. And I have my random question for you this week. If you could describe your weekend, this past weekend, in one word, what is it? <laughs> one word. Do I get when I put you on the spot? Can it be two? Okay, fine. I guess I could I could use I could just do it in one, I guess, after I think about it. What is it? Shit. What? So that's what I said as soon as I hit the fence. Shit. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't looking for that word. I thought you might have said something else, but okay. You think nah, that's, you, yeah, hey, you put me on the spot. You get it's random. It's your answer. So there you go. It's your answer. Okay, that's all I had. That's, that was my question. Well, let's take another commercial break. Come back and finish this thing up, huh? Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open-wheel racing. Visit OutlawWings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. All right, and we're back. Uh, what else you got there, babe? You got anything left? Well, you know, last weekend you promised you'd give an update from your World of Outlaw meeting that you had there at the track on Saturday. Do you have anything you're allowed to share from that? Well, yeah, a little bit. Um, basically, with everything going on, you know, the COVID-19 and, and the and the states or some states are shutting back down and and this, that, and the other. We really don't know where we're at. Our schedule after Tara, I'm sorry, after uh, the Brad Doty there at Attica on Tuesday of next week, we really don't know whether well, there's no plan as right now. I mean, they haven't gave us any update on where we're going after that. There was some word that maybe we're going to end up in Indiana or Ohio, but there's no confirmation on that right now. They're supposed to give us another confirmation that here within the next week or so that it looks like we're about 99% sure that we are not going west. So that means all the California, Oregon, and Washington fans are not going to get to see World of Outlaw racing this year, it looks like. Uh, there's not 100% com- confirmation on that yet. 
but that's what it's looking like. So that kind of stinks because looking forward to get out there. You know, we love going to the to the West Coast, and uh, we got a lot of friends and partners out there, and so that kind of stinks. But everything going on with COVID, that's that's really where we're at. Nobody, I mean, there's just a lot of uncertainty. Yeah, I think with the current situation, I don't know that our West Coast friends would be too surprised if they made that decision to not go out there because I think most anyone is kind of staying away from that direction, if at all possible. Same with the Far East Coast. So it's just unfortunate, but the way it is, they also canceled Knoxville Nationals, right? Yeah, uh, the Outlaws are actually going to have a three-day event there. They pays 50000 to win on Saturday. So we will get to race Knoxville. It's just going to be with limited fans. I think 7,000 fans is all they can have. I think they're limited. The car count to 75, maybe, I think it is, I heard. So, you know, the, the 110, 15, 20 cars or whatever we normally have, that's in jeopardy. You're gonna, just only going to have 70 or 75 cars. So three-day three event, uh, Friday, Saturday. I mean, I'm sorry, Thursday, Friday, Saturday on that same weekend of the Nationals. So uh, if you haven't got your tickets already, you better get them. That's what I was going to say. I did see online the Outlaws posted the links and numbers to call to get tickets for those three days. So if you have not done that, I would do that immediately so that you get to be there. Yeah, um, for sure, because I bet they're getting scarfed up pretty quickly. I would imagine so. Well, I think that's all I've got for this week. You got anything else? No, that's all I got. Like I say, uh, just living on the road in the motorhome here at uh, Jody's place. Just uh, hate that you're not with me, honey. Well, me too. I'm here manning the house, I guess. I don't know. I got the lawn mowed yesterday. Did you cut the grass? You didn't tear tear nothing up? No, I didn't take anything out this time. So I think. Well, you uh, you, can mention you can mention you can mention what happened. You had to make a phone call to me because something was wrong with the lawnmower. Is this my issue or your issue? Because it didn't have what? oil in it, and you are the one that mowed last. So don't even blame me. Well, you're supposed to, all people know that you're supposed to check the oil before you mow. I think whoever puts it up last should make sure it's ready for the oh. person. Oh, okay. That's the house. You, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. I thought I made well, the house rules. Well, you're not here, so I get to. <laughs> I forgot that I have my end of the show spill to give, so let me do that real quick. As always, don't forget to follow along on social media at Wayne Johnson Racing. You can find us um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any of those. Uh, you can call us anytime or send us emails. Or the call number is 405-362-0620. You can email us at waynejohnsonracing at yahoo.com. And uh, we'd like for you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. We had really good numbers this past week. So I know you all are listening, and it's fun to talk to you guys at the track um, and hear that you've been listening and following along. So, And also, I want to give a shout-out to Nikki for going back and listening to all the episodes. So she's caught up now. That's all I got. Well, I don't really have anything else other than uh, ready to get back to racing after tearing up a car and all that stuff I really – to really redeem myself, so hopefully we're not tearing any more stuff up this weekend. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode. Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.